One of my sons was one of the players that kneeled um, and it was picked up through USA Today. And I mean, just it was just it was just a widespread thing. And this is a little black boy, you know, who just made a stand. And I just saw how viciously the people that lived in a town of 150,000 people attacked an idea. That's what pushes me. We've got to change this mentality of hate. We've got to do something different about what we're afraid of. And without the information, everyone will continue to be a stranger. Um, fear will continue to drive us and motivate us instead of love. My name is Alvin Collins Jacobs Jr. and I am a photojournalist and editorial photographer. We drove uh, 24 hours nonstop to North Dakota uh, via North Carolina. I found my purpose shortly after um, Trayvon Martin was killed. I was at the All-Star Game. I didn't realize that it happened and I was there, but I didn't know for a couple of weeks. I just really remember what Gordon Parks did, and that just changed my life. Just realizing that you had to be in the right place at the right time, and that it is your responsibility to document if that's your skill. I kind of find myself right in the middle, sort of the eye of the storm. Brooklyn, um, the March of Millions, it was like 60,000 people walking through the streets of Manhattan. Just the amazing images that came from that, just the emotion. Um, Chicago has been an ongoing conflict with uh, police brutality and just the violence. Baltimore um, was really, really, really interesting. You know, when a city's on fire, you never know where the sparks are coming from. Mike Brown kicked my ass. That was tough. That messed up a lot of relationships, a lot of money. My nerves were bad. I couldn't even edit my images for like a couple of months. I couldn't even see them. They were that taxing. I never been through that much violence, that much frustration, that much fear, that much pain. I remember walking through downtown Ferguson through like different protests and there were men on top of rooftops with automatic assault rifles trained on protesters. I'd never seen a militarized police force with that much power and that much reckless abandon. Oppressors are learning and adapting. They're understanding how best to deal with individuals. People aren't afraid anymore, but neither is the government, neither are the police, neither are corporations. Everyone's just pretty much going all out, and some are willing to die. Some are willing to, you know, to lose everything, you know, to try to get free, and I think that's important. It's scary, but it's important. The water thing, quote-unquote, is just North Dakota's problem right now. If things start popping off in other cities and states because of what's going on on here, it'll grow legs. We're being told in North Carolina that coal ash isn't really that bad. They're being told in um, Flint, Michigan, that they should just put water filters on their faucets. Watching politicians literally poison people and no one is held responsible. This affects everyone because this is happening all over the world. And if it isn't happening in your city or your state, stay tuned, there'll be one coming near you. In Chicago, I was never too far away from the action. Here, this is isolation. And it's dangerous because the only thing that kept a lot of people safe in a lot of cities was that the entire world was watching. 
the police in Ferguson didn't know who had a camera, who had, who didn't have a satellite link, who wasn't a live feed. They didn't know. They know who's doing that here because there's there's no coverage available. There's nowhere to go here. There's no stores around. There's no real gas stations around. There's no real access to resources, even the internet. So the narrative can easily shift and it never shifts in favor of the people. Journalists are being arrested, medics are being arrested, people here aren't being held accountable. So if something were to happen tragically and a lot of people got hurt, it's gonna be hard getting to the bottom of what actually happened. And that's dangerous, that's extremely dangerous. The struggle is being a journalist, period. I don't care what color you are, I don't care where you're from, this is hard work. I mean, what, what the hell are we doing out here? Just spending your last dime, you know, to get to a city that you're not even welcome in. And once you get the footage, you don't even sell the footage. You know, you just have it. Waking up angry often, you know, going to sleep frustrated, you know, um, seeing people brutalized, seeing racism flourish, seeing um, people just go through a living hell just for simply existing and sometimes becoming numb to, to pain and suffering and sacrifice. Like, this is just the world. This is just what it is. Whether it's blood, whether it's carnage, whether it's arrests, um, injustice is going to rear his ugly head and people are going to be there to document it. What I'm doing, I think, is important. And I think one day, maybe soon, um, it'll all be worth it.